Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE 2017 Week 33 leading into SummerSlam Weekend. We have NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3 and, of course, SummerSlam 2017. These episodes aired on August 14th, 15th, and 16th and include Raw Episode 1264, SmackDown Live number 939, Main Event number 255, 205 Live number... 38 i think i didn't write the episode number down and nxt number 406 i'm gonna go through this quick because the show is about to start not right about to start but it's only like two hours away and i want to watch it and i want to go and i'm gonna go get some uh some good food to eat during takeover so i'm gonna make this quick is what i'm trying to say uh okay raw all of this week's shows were really good. However, my favorite match of this week was on NXT. It was Street Profits versus Lars Sullivan and his tag team partner this week, Chris Silvio. I will talk about that at length when I get to it. it I enjoyed that match so freaking much. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll t- we'll talk about that later, though. So on Raw... Uh, Dean and Seth talking about the they they keep playing games with each other and putting the fist out and then the other one not and then the other one puts their fist and all that uh, they they get into a brawl with each other and then Cesaro and Sheamus come out and start beating them up and then that solidifies them that brings them together they work together to clear the ring and they they bump fists the crowd goes wild. And we have some some interesting camera angles of that. So Kurt Angle comes out and says, "All right, Cesaro and Sheamus, you defend the Raw Tag Team Championship against Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins." There we go. Um, that that reminds me, I don't think I saw. I watched the Hulu version of the show. I don't think I saw Roman Reigns one. Oh wait, we, wait. I did see him at the end. Never mind. Everybody did come out at the end. I. I take that back. I take that back. <clears throat> okay, uh, Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks. A result of the two triple threat matches last week. The winner of this match will face Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship on Sunday. And Sasha Banks wins. She uh, gets Nia in the bank statement. Nia very nearly gets out of it. She like starts to like just stand up right out of it. But Sasha gets uh, gets the advantage on her. She turns into like a hurricane DDT type of thing. I don't, I don't know is actually what move she was actually doing. But that got uh, Nia back down on the ground. She's able to reapply that bank statement, and Nia Jax tapped out. Also during this match, Alexa Bliss had a gigantic like lifeguards chair to to sit in, or maybe it was a uh, a tennis adjudicator's chair. Is it a referee? What it's a, a a tennis officials chair. I think they're just called officials. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought that was that was pretty funny that she's on there. It's a really big chair. It is li- like extra wide. Um, it's uh, really highlighted how uh, how small Alexa Bliss is, at least compared to that chair. So uh, anyway, she was she was watched the whole thing. And now we're going to have Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship at SummerSlam. All right. Uh, Finn 
Balor and Bray Wyatt are brawling backstage and Kurt Angle's like, hey, save it. Save it for SummerSlam. And Finn's like, no, we want to fight now. <laughs> and then Kurt's just says, okay, then, all right, you'll fight tonight. <laughs> okay, like, I, I don't know what's with all of these GMs lately. They're just like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess so. Fine, you can have the match. Wait a minute, you you don't make the matches, I make the matches, but yeah, sure, go ahead. All of them, all of them are are that way. Shane, not well, he's not the commissioner. Uh, Daniel Bryan, also, pretty much. Um, except he adds some interesting stipulations to it, like uh, Shane McMahon being the special guest referee for the United States Championship match. But uh, anyway, we'll get back to Finn versus... Uh, Bray in a moment. Uh, Big Cass uh, gets monstrous booze anytime he tries to start talking. This Sunday, boo. This Sunday in, boo. This Sunday at some, boo. <laughs> then Enzo comes out and makes fun of him for that. Um, the club attacks after the Big Show come out. And, uh, oh yeah, they, they wrap up, they use a belt to... Um, grab a hold of big show's hand and then they slam his arm uh with that shark cage door i guess this is still actually happening this shark cage match is still actually happening and it doesn't there's like so many more people involved now two more people involved enzo is not the only person that needs to be in a in a dumb shark cage there's uh there's also the club who are involved. So like what's what's it even accomplishing? I don't know. I don't know. Um do we have do we even have them doing anything? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. We'll talk about we'll talk about that actual match. But it was uh an interesting use of that the belt and the door and stuff, I guess. I I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of the club, Southpaw Regional Wrestling Season 2, or the second set of tapes, there's six new episodes on YouTube and WWE.com. Go watch them. They're really funny. Um, my favorite thing about it was Tex Ferguson keeps doing these high kicks in every single segment they do. He does at least one in every segment. And I tweeted about it, and Luke Gallows favorited that tweet, or he liked that tweet. So I, I'm pretty happy about that. And I'm glad that he saw that I liked those high kicks. You got to see more of those high kicks, brother. Um, so let's move on to the match of the night, basically. Akira Tozawa versus Neville. Uh, it was a championship match, and Akira Tozawa won. He's the new Cruiserweight champion. And I did see a spoiler for this before I got a chance to actually watch it. So I wasn't surprised by it, but I still really enjoyed the match. And I'm really happy for Akira Tozawa. Um, although now I have a feeling that Neville will just win it back at SummerSlam. But Neville is, he's like lost it now. Like the, the thing that made him the king is gone and he's lost his mind probably isn't sleep he definitely looks like he isn't sleeping he at least isn't uh keeping his hair as conditioned as he normally does it's very frizzy the next night on on 205 live and uh he has this look in his eyes like somebody stole his soul and they did kirotozawa did 
Um, yeah, he, he won by rolling it out of the Red Arrow's way and then hitting his signature senton. So it was a pretty exciting win. And then we had Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor. Bray Wyatt ended up winning. He hits his sister Abigail, and then he hits it again after the victory. And then dumps a bucket full of blood all over Finn Balor. What? Why would you do that to anybody? Why? So they'll, they're going to fight at, at SummerSlam. And Finn Balor says, uh, he's, he's going to find out what demons I've been harboring or whatever. So where is he? Demon Balor at SummerSlam again. And so that part of it, I'm very excited for, um, the actual match. Well, obviously Finn's got to win. Um, this whole story, I, I'm like sort of following it. All right. But it's, it seems kind of like, okay, have him do something. Okay. And they'll end up fighting eventually, but we'll have him fight before then. And then it doesn't matter because they'll still do the, the thing at the actual pay-per-view whatnot. Okay. Moving on. Uh, the Miz versus Jason Jordan. Uh, Jason Jordan wins via disqualification when, uh, when the Miz's the Miz Taraj gets involved in the match, Hardys come out to the rescue and gets turned into a six man tag team match, which Jason Jordan and the Hardys win when they hit the um uh the 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 what is what is that? Twist of Fate and Swanton on Bo Dallas. Um so six man tag team match and apparently we're gonna have that same six man tag team match on the kickoff show. Okay. Okay, I'm I, I guess probably the Mistrage are gonna win that match. I I don't know, uh, and then at the end of the end of the episode, Brock and Paul Heyman come out and they say how much this concept of this match sucks, and he says, uh, "Spoilers: one of two things is gonna happen: the conspiracy will take place, and Brock Lesnar will no longer be champion, or Brock wins." And destroys everybody. Uh, Roman Reigns comes out. He uh, spears Samoa Joe. Joe Samoa Joe came out first. Um, well, everybody except for Roman came out. Oh, that's why I didn't. That's why I didn't even think about uh, Roman appearing on this episode because he didn't say. He's the only one who didn't say anything. Samoa Joe comes out. He says some stuff, and um, uh, Braun Strowman comes out and says some stuff, and then Roman comes out and he just spears. Joe, uh, Braun Strowman slams Braun, uh, slams Roman, and then security comes out to keep Braun and Brock away from each other. Uh, they just totally lay waste to all of them, and then the entire locker room comes out, and they still have trouble holding these two guys away from each other. So uh, I think that'll be that'll be great. I really hope. Well, I, I'm I kind of have a feeling that Brock will win. Um, and if he doesn't win, I hope it's somebody who actually is actually is head to head with Brock to get that win. It's going to be kind of lame if Samoa Joe gets Roman Reigns to submit while Brock and Braun are like off stage, just beating the hell out of each other. Although the, I guess that could that that's a very plausible thing that could happen. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I'll talk more at the end of this episode about my predictions for what will happen. And that's it for raw. So on main event, we had two matches. 
At the top of the show, Kalisto defeats Kurt Hawkins, continuing his losing streak. And then at about the 27-minute mark, we had a tag team cruiserweight match, a cruiserweight tag team match, uh, Arya Daivari and Drew Gulak versus Grand Metallic and Lince Dorado. Metallic and Dorado, as they always do, um, we've seen them at least once before in the last couple of weeks work together. I think uh, it was the double moonsaults off of the, the the ring post to the outside. That was really cool a couple of weeks ago. Um, this This episode... Um, well, Dorado hit this kind of double stunner, um, out of a, uh, like a back hand screen. That was really cool. And then, uh, Metallic hits a moonsault to the outside, dispatching, um, Daivari, uh, keeping him from being able to, to save, save the pin as Dorado, it's a uh, shooting star press from that same ring post on Drew Gulak in the ring, and he gets the pin. So, Grand Metallic and Lisa Dorado are victorious. It's a pretty solid match, worth checking out if you're looking for some more in-ring action from this week of stuff. Not, not that there's any shortage of that with this weekend's events coming up. The thing I like most about the pay-per-views is that there isn't a whole lot of the storytelling stuff. Um, you have like the recaps of all the story that telling that's taken place on TV over like the last month or so. Um, and then you just have an all out match and the pay-per-views that have matches that are basically the same as what you see on the shows that don't have as much time to spend on the matches. Those are the ones that uh, fall more flat for me. And uh, every now and then you sprinkle in some actual storytelling also, uh, some surprise appearances by the fashion police and whatnot. And that makes it more, that that's like bonus, but, uh, the, the solid matches are what I look forward to at the, all the pay-per-views. Not like that's some crazy revelation. Pretty sure that's the case for everybody who watches these. Um, but anyhow, let's move on to SmackDown Live episode 939. We open with Jinder Mahal. Uh, he's celebrating uh, India's Independence Day. Um, it's a celebration. He has more dancers and everything. I thought it was really cool. Um, but he's interrupted as he speaks in his, uh, uh, his language, Punjabi, by Shinsuke Nakamura. He comes out and says, well, today in Japan... We remember those we lost in war, and we pray for peace. And on Sunday, I'm going to beat you. Yep. So that's <laughs> that's that's it. Kind of a weird segue from there. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm really excited for this match. I'm very excited for this match. And then later in this night, we had uh, more Jinder Mahal as he faced John Cena. And uh, since that's the main event, I'll talk about that in a minute. We had Becky Lynch versus Natalia. Surprise! I well, I was surprised. Natalia won via sharpshooter, and uh, then she attacks Becky again after the win. And Naomi, who is on commentary this whole time um, for this match, not for this whole episode so far, uh, she's like, "What the?" And then gets a that's the best reaction. Uh, if you're on commentary, definitely. If something crazy is, is happening, well, not not really crazy, but if something happens that causes you to leave commentary, just go, what the? Throw down your headset and then run over there and get involved. So she saves Becky Lynch from a beatdown, and Carmella comes out 
and says, good luck to both of you. And Elzerith says, because whoever wins, you lose. So, um, yeah, we have that to look forward to. Carmela still has that Money in the Bank contract in her, in that briefcase that she can cash in once Natalia beats up uh, beats up Naomi sufficiently, or vice versa. Both of them will have been beaten up a lot, and whoever does win, they're basically announcing that they're going to cash in on them. So I guess we'll see what happens. She accidentally cashes in before before the um before the match is over and then she ends up losing and she's not even involved i could see that maybe happening um although having both uh okay we'll talk we'll talk about that in a second because uh it's important for the main event of this episode uh tamina is backstage she's upset with lana she's like i thought you were gonna give me a match this week and lana says you're not ready not in that <laughs> not in that voice uh follow my lead i'll get you ready and then you'll have um, you'll have success and whatnot. If I was Tamina, I'd be like, "What are you? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Let's just get me a match. What this is? This is silly." Uh, the Usos go to Daniel Bryan and ask, "Who of the two? Who of the three New Day members are they going to face on Sunday?" Daniel tells them it's going to be Big E and Xavier Woods. And they say, okay, then tonight we want to fight Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Um, and they do in a pretty fun, the, the top of that match, I'm skipping forward a little bit here because I want to talk about it real quick. Um, Kofi and Xavier are just rapid fire, quick, 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 um, move after move after move, just taking it to him at the start. But ultimately, uh, the Usos win. Uh, they target Kofi Kingston's knee, and they hit him with a double super kick. So, uh, I mean, they did a good job of kind of taking him out of the picture, but he's already out of the picture for the match on Sunday. Now they they're gonna have to face. Okay, when they lost the titles, they faced these two guys, but now they're gonna have to face Xavier Woods and Big E, the powerhouse. So I guess we'll we'll see how they handle that. Uh, going backwards a little bit, Rusev versus Chad Gable. Chad Gable wins via disqualification when, um, oh yeah, when Rusev just like throws him into uh, a chair outside of that and he just continues to beat him down. He puts him into an accolade on the table and Rusev, victorious, well, technically he lost, gets a microphone and he begins to address his summer summer slam opponent, Randy, RKO out of nowhere. Um, this is I think this might be my favorite RKO out of nowhere. Um, and the fact that every single replay has him saying Randy right before, amazing, amazing. Uh, and then we had AJ Styles uh, talk to Shane McMahon. Shane says, hey, no apologies are necessary, but if you lay a hand on me now, or like like that was an accident, but if you do it again, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to beat you up, basically. And uh Kevin comes out and he's like, Hey, don't be mad at him. He's just stating the rules. And I love those rules because that means that you can't attack the ref and get disqualified so that you keep the championship. That's a good point. That's a good point. 
uh, Shane insists that instead of shaking Kevin Owens shaking Shane's hand, that they shake hands with each other. So Kevin offers his hand, and AJ refuses. They get up into each other's faces. A brawl breaks out. Okay, remember last week when they got into a scuffle, AJ accidentally, quote-unquote, he looked, he saw, he saw what he was doing. He definitely saw he was going to hit Shane. With that replay, he definitely saw that Shane was there. Anyway, um... (laughs) Not to say that not to say that AJ is a bad guy now. I'm just saying he's he's covering his bases by claiming it was an accident. But uh uh AJ almost punches Shane in the face when Kevin uh dodges his punch there, but he catches his arm and then he holds his wrist and he's like, "What are you doing? What did we just talk about?" And as they're arguing, Kevin Owens goes for a super kick to the back of AJ's head, which could have been pretty pretty uh painful but aj ducks out of the way because he is uh borderline clairvoyant his eyes on the back of his head and uh kevin hits shane in the face with that super kick and aj is ecstatic (laughs) he just starts laughing and yeah yeah i would i would i would be too in his position because it's like hey the tables have turned now he he has no reason to favor either one of us because we both kicked him in the head on accident quote unquote wink wink um so anyway we'll see we'll see how that match turns out and i'll talk about a little bit more in the predictions section of the show um we had the final episode of fashion peaks but not the final episode of Brizongo. Um, there's a space rock. There was the Ascension with hair in their pie, which is gross, and a Band-Aid. And gluten. Gluten. We're gluten-free. They run away. Um, storm off. And then they also find a note that says, To TWOB. To be continued. Is that, that what they're going for with that? Or maybe it means something else. Much more clever. That will be revealed as very clever when we see them return in two weeks. In two weeks. So uh, what's the next parody? I have no idea, but I'm excited. Maybe it'll be like chips or something. I don't know. Um, And then we had the main event, John Cena versus Jinder Mahal. Uh, Jinder Mahal is... Let's see. What happens? What happened? Oh, Jinder Mahal wins via disqualification when Baron Corbin interferes after uh mahal was hit with a super aa say with an aa he kicked out and then he got hit with a super aa but uh corbin attacks before john cena is able to make the pin and uh he lays waste to both of them and he starts walking back up the ramp and then realizes oh hey i just beat up the no, he didn't even beat up Jinder Mahal. He just beat up John Cena. But Mahal is taken out by that that super AA. I have this contract. I'm gonna go chat. I'm gonna go cash it in. But he uh, didn't keep his eyes on the prize. He's so distracted by John Cena there on the apron. It's like okay, 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 Baron Corbin. You see that John Cena is the threat. The bell hasn't rung yet. Just just knock him out before that bell rings threat eliminated but no he waits until right when the bell rings spins around he shows off about it a little bit by doing a a fancy little spin and punch to john cena take care of him 
And Jinder, Jinder Mahal is able to roll him up, get the pin, and retain the WWE Championship. And Baron Corbin's Money in the Bank contract, absolutely wasted. Man, I was so excited, like, at every step of this. Um, I don't... I, I guess I am disappointed that Corbin didn't win it. But I'm also kind of relieved at the same time. I don't know. I don't know. But now... We don't have that factor in this match. Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. There's no money in the bank contract to worry about. Uh, no speculation of, oh, he's going he's gonna to run out right at the end of the match or after the match ends, then he's going to come out. None of that. So I appreciate that that, uh, that wild card has been burned uh, so that we only have that to think about for the women's championship match. And I'll talk about that more in the predictions, as I've already said. On 205 Live, we had uh, the tag team of Cedric Alexander and Grand Metallic versus Tony Nisa and Drew Gulak. Uh, Cedric Alexander won this match with the lumbar check to Drew Gulak. Every single time I see that move, it's fantastic. It's in my top five moves for sure. Um... I don't know what the other five, well, uh, the, the power slam amazing and, uh, red arrow. love that move. And, uh, what's the, uh, twisted bliss is excellent. And I can't think of a fifth one to put in the top five, but, uh, maybe I will by the end of this Neville backstage. He walks in on all the guys talking about, ah, the King's been dethroned. Oh yeah. Oh, they're like dancing and stuff. There's confetti and Neville's standing right there. Uh, as I mentioned, looks like somebody stole his soul straight out of his body and also the moisture straight out of his hair. It's very frizzy, very frizzy. Um, so, oh, this, yeah, this is awkward. Sorry. Sorry, Neville. They, they, they stopped their celebration. The Ryan Kendrick versus Mustafa Ali. Uh, what happened? Oh, uh, disqualification when Jack attacks, but this is shortly after Kendrick traps Ali's foot in the steps. I thought that was pretty clever, using the handholds on the steps as like a slot to put his foot in. Um, but yeah, Jack attacks. He has his his uh, fists all uh, taped up. He he means serious business, and my uh, painting of uh of jack just totally beat up the fight club inspired painting is becoming more and more descriptive of his actual his actual character and uh it's kind of a shame that his his music is like so lighthearted now because it it really kind of uh undoes a lot of the 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 badassness of him at the moment but uh and then we get a backstage uh segment with the brian kendrick he is completely paranoid he's scared and i i like this character this characterization of uh of that state of mind that the brian kendrick is doing um he says i, I oh i haven't i it, it needs to stop i don't know how to stop it i'm gonna challenge him to a duel yeah that's what i'll do so uh maybe that will stop it but maybe it'll make it even worse i have a feeling it'll make it even worse um, we also had Arya Daivari versus Rich Swan because TJP couldn't make it to the match because of an injury or so he says, but, uh, TJP interrupts the match. His music comes on. He comes out, uh, he has crutches and a huge leg brace and that distraction, 
Swan was just about to win. Uh, Daivari takes advantage of that distraction and wins that match. So what's going on with these two? What's going on with TJP? Is he actually injured? Was he injured at, at, in, a, in a wrestling match or was it a, a dab-related incident? We may never know. Uh, and then uh, the 205 Live ended with uh, Akira Tozawa's celebration of being the new Cruiserweight champion. Uh, Titus being kind of annoying in this segment. He keeps interrupting Akira and he's making it about Titus worldwide and not about Tozawa's accomplishments and all of that. So I could see, I, I very much see Titus costing Tozawa the match on Sunday and uh, that rift being ripped open even further but i guess we'll see what happens with that uh yeah neville comes out during that celebration and uh enjoy your time that's my gift to you this is your countdown to your demise and then titus is like well if you want to fight you're gonna have to wait till SummerSlam." and he's like yeah yeah that's what i just that's what the countdown's for we are waiting for that we are waiting for that and then he attacks and uh they brawl but uh tozawa just totally destroys neville because neville has no soul anymore so he doesn't have that same power behind him moving on to nxt um we we open with the uh the women's championship contract signing ember moon and asuka and uh yeah that happened what did i don't think they fought or anything i can't even remember they 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 signed the contracts and away we go. Oh yeah, she got all up in, all up in her face speaking Japanese, and I thought it would be really funny. I know she is she is most likely actually saying things that are is like talking trash and stuff, but I thought I was just imagining if in Japanese she was actually saying like I really like your shoes. Where did you get them? I wear a size six. Do you think they'll have them in stock? Like that kind of stuff. But in Japanese, that could that could be what she's screaming at her. It'd be really funny. Um, and then Will Sasso talks to uh, to Regal and says, "I I want another tag team match, and I and and I want a a good partner." And Regal says, "Listen, Will. I mean, Lars Sullivan. Uh, if I get you another partner, you have to promise not to. If you lose, you can't beat them up." in the ring afterwards and he says oh okay i promise i promise i just want another tag team match now first of all what is will sasso doing back in the wwe but um no it was wcw i think he did stuff with wcw i can't remember anyway lars Sullivan, this huge monster of a guy why does he want to be in tag teams and why doesn't he ask to take on a tag team by himself? He definitely could take on a tag team by himself, and that could be his thing. That he's, I'm going to win this tag team championship without a partner. That's how good I am. That's how how monster strong I am. But no, he insists on getting these tag team partners, and they are providing the worst possible partners. Not only are they small and ineffective against most opponents, but they also have no sense of, hey, teamwork. Maybe I should listen to my partner and not start the match when he specifically asked me 
to to stay outside. Anyway, Street Profits versus Lars Sullivan and Chris Silvio. Chris Silvio is just this this small small guy, and just just gets destroyed. Street Profits hit their uh, Spinebuster or Power Bomb plus Frog Frog Splash combination, get the win. And Sullivan's so mad, but he he kind of keeps his cool. He gets out of the ring. He picks up Silvio and carries him out. And Mauro on commentary is just, oh, well, that's nice. That's really nice of him. He's, he's taking care of his partner. Um, he's actually taking him outside, and then he just beats him up and throws him into a dumpster. So uh, technically, he kept his word. He did not beat him up inside the ring after their match. He took him all the way outside and then beat him up. So, so uh, there we go. There we go. And I love that this is <laughs> this is a ridiculous storyline to keep going. And it's been going for so long. And it's only been uh, actually shown on screen like once every other month. But it's still amazing. I like it a lot. Um, so uh, what's next for Lars Sullivan? Dude, either challenge a tag team by yourself or just go solo. Stop trying to make this tag team theme happen. Nobody's going to team with you. Or the people who will team team with you. Well, how? Okay, these people who... They obviously haven't watched his previous matches. Because if they did, they would know, okay, um, one, I should let him do all the fighting if I do accept this match. And two, if I do accept this match and we lose, he's going to beat the crap out of me. So maybe I shouldn't be his partner. Maybe that is why nobody else like of greater stature have uh, stepped up to the plate, the Lars Sullivan plate. That sounds, that sounds like a Lars Sullivan is like a a Midwest, like buffet style restaurant. And uh, the, the Lars Sullivan plate has like everything on it. Like a, like a sampler plate. You have some ribs, you have some chicken breast, you have some, uh, corn, mashed potatoes, coleslaw. I'm hungry. I'm going to get some food, but first they're going to talk about Billy Kay versus Ruby Wyatt. Ruby, I switched into it halfway. Ruby Wyatt and the Wyatt family. Um, Ruby Wyatt wins. Um, and it was, it was a pretty fun watch. It, it was a pretty, oh my God. It was a pretty fun match to watch um especially with billy k and peyton royce they're just having fun making making fun of ruby riot and then ruby riot making fun of them that was that was pretty fun to watch so uh yeah check that out and then we had roderick strong versus drew mcintyre if roderick strong wins this match then he gets a match against bobby Roode after takeover and technically roderick strong did win this match because Bobby Roode comes out and attacks Roderick Strong first uh, before really attacking Drew McIntyre. So uh, even though this match ended and Roderick Strong got the main, uh, the main focus of this um, extracurricular attack, uh, he still technically won, I think. I think. And uh, so uh, Bobby Roode stands over him and yells, "My, this is my ex, this is my, this is my, this is my NXT." 
So let's talk about NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. We have five matches set for this night. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Almas with Zelina Vega at his side. Uh, Johnny has to win. He's got to win. I hope he wins. We also have Aleister Black versus Hideo Tommy, which is going to be a hell of a match. Aleister Black. My money's on Black. Put it all on Black. Uh, Authors of Pain versus Sanity. Alexander Wolf and Killian Dane as the participants with Eric Young and Nikki Cross at ringside. Ooh, this is a tough one. Um, I think Sanity can pull this one out. They've got the numbers advantage. Uh, not necessarily the poundage advantage, because I think, well, uh, Killian Dane is the size of one of these authors, but uh, Eric Young and Alexander Wolf combined, maybe, maybe the same size of one of these guys. And then you add Nikki Cross in there. Okay, I guess they do also have the weight advantage in total. But then you also add in Paul Ellering, who is uh, the size of <laughs> Nikki Cross and eric young put together kind of but he is thin so yeah the the weights the overall weight advantage i still give to to sanity weird way weird way to 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 predict that matchup and then we have oscar versus ember moon oscar's got to continue that streak she's got to continue that streak onward into tomorrow always into tomorrow forever and ever but I, I wouldn't be too surprised if Ember Moon won. And then uh, Drew McIntyre is, is going to beat Bobby Roode. He's going to beat him. He's going to beat him. And then Bobby Roode will have to face Roderick Strong in a non-title match because he doesn't have the title anymore. And then we're going to see Drew McIntyre versus Aleister Black for the, the NXT Championship at some point. That's going to be fantastic. What would be even more fantastic is if it was Drew McIntyre in a fatal five-way match against or even an elimination match. That would be even more exciting. Um, with Drew McIntyre, Aleister Black, uh, Danny Birch, Oni Lorcan, and Hideo Itami, uh, people would die. At least one of them would die in that match, and it would be super awesome. I don't want any of them to actually die ever. But, um, yeah, so that's my TakeOver Brooklyn 3 predictions. SummerSlam predictions. So many matches. 13 matches total. Uh, Akira Tozawa versus Neville on the kickoff show. Uh, I think Neville will win the title back, probably due to some type of silliness from Titus O'Neil, who will cost Akira that match. Um, but maybe he'll cost it in a way that gets a dis- disqualification so he doesn't actually lose the title. Uh, we also have on the kickoff show the New Day versus the Usos for the tag SmackDown Tag Team Championships. That could be a great, great match. Why is it on the kickoff show? Why the heck is it on the kickoff show? I don't know. Um, I think the New Day will win and retain the championships because the Big E, he, uh, he's a powerhouse, as I already said. And Big E plus Xavier Woods, uh, game over. Game over for the Usos. Um, we also have a six-man tag match, Hardy Boys versus The Miz Taraj. The Hardy Boys plus Jason Jordan versus The Miz Taraj. Uh, Miz Taraj will probably win, I guess. I don't know. Uh, all right, Cesaro and Sheamus versus Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. I think the Shield, two-thirds of the Shield will win. 
And uh, yeah, and we'll we'll see some some great action from them in the coming weeks. Uh, Baron Corbin will not defeat John Cena. He'll be so upset about uh, how he totally messed up that Money in the Bank cash in that um, that uh, John Cena will just be able to, to to destroy him, to destroy him. Uh, Finn Balor as Demon Balor will defeat Bray Wyatt. Unless Bray Wyatt transforms into a demon form of his own, he just becomes he becomes the Kraken or uh, Cthulhu, whatever's on his shirt. He turns into that. That's the only way he can defeat Finn Balor as Demon Balor. Uh, Big Show will defeat Cass unless the club gets involved. Yeah. yeah I don't know. It's Shark Cage. There's a shark cage for a person, but there's more people that can be involved in the match. doesn't make sense. Um, but maybe something crazy will happen with that shark cage. Maybe something crazy will happen. Uh, Randy Orton, I think, will defeat Rusev. But who knows? Who knows? Who did he attack? He attacked somebody on the table. It was, it was, uh, oh yeah, it was Chad Gable. Um, he had no beef with gable so i guess he he's like really just after anybody and everyone he'll just totally destroy them so maybe randy orton is in trouble after all i hope aj styles wins the united states championship against kevin owens but i would not be upset if kevin owens won it back from him and i'm looking forward to see what kind of craziness happens due to shane mcmahon's presence as the guest referee so uh mostly that's i think that match I'm looking forward to the most out of the entire night. Um, then we have Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura's got to win. Come on. We've had too many Jinder Mahal wins, although they all have been against, they Mahal have been against Randy Orton. It's time. It's time for a new WWE champion, and it's got to be someone super awesome like Shinsuke Nakamura. It's got to be somebody awesome, Shinsuke Nakamura. Not just like him him uh sasha banks versus alexa bliss um i i don't know i don't know which one of them will win i want alexa bliss to win but i could definitely see sasha be able to pull it off and uh i wouldn't mind that we might have some different stuff going on than we've had uh with alexa bliss's championship reign so i would not be upset either way but I think Alexa will win. Maybe Nia Jax will turn on her. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, Naomi versus Natalia. Okay, so this has the Miss Money in the Bank. Carmella in the mix. She's definitely cashing in on whoever wins this match. So does it really matter? Um, with the total mess up by Baron Corbin, totally wasting his contract, uh, Carmella is going to be successful with hers, right? She has to be. So I, I think this, Natalia could possibly win with a sharpshooter. She's the new champion. And then Carmella cashes in and she becomes a new champion. And there we go. Add, add two more names to the list. And uh, then she'll lose it again on Tuesday or, or something, probably. Uh, and then the, the main events, the Universal Championship, Fatal 4-Way, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns versus Mojo versus Braun Strowman. Um, 
you know, I have no idea. And I would be, and since, you know, I wouldn't even be upset if Roman Reigns won the Universal Championship right now. Because, like, like, whatever. Okay. Fine. Do that. Just as long as people get to beat you up a lot. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what do I, yeah, who do I want to be? I want Braun Strowman to win. I want Braun Strowman to be the Universal Champion. I think that would be the most interesting. And, but then who is, would be able to beat him? And then that becomes a problem. So I hope it's somebody who is very beatable wins it because of the, the weirdness of the situation. And then we have somebody who can easily continue this story without it being about this unbeatable force like Brock Lesnar is. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Braun Strowman, he's my guy for this, this one. Um, and Samoa Joe, one of those two hope wins, but I also would be fine with Brock Lesnar winning it. And yeah, it'd be fine if Roman won also, I guess. I, did I just say that? I guess I did. Um, so those are my predictions for this SummerSlam weekend 2017. Let me know what you think will happen by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back with my thoughts on SummerSlam and TakeOver Brooklyn 3. Bye.